Gonzaga Nation Media Network previewing the game with Santa Clara traveling to Spokane to play the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Uh, recurring guest, a guest that I've enjoyed talking to a little bit throughout the course of the season, assistant coach for the Broncos, Scott Garson. Coach, appreciate you joining. How was the trip up to Spokane? Oh, it was good. Smooth. No, no, no issues. So that's good. So got in safe. Thanks for having me, Dan. Absolutely. Well, it's the rematch game from about a month ago and you guys gave Gonzaga everything they could handle. Uh, you led for nearly the entire way until a big three point dagger from Nolan Hickman, but you guys had a, a double digit lead early in that first half. You played really well in the second um, what type of lessons do you as a staff pull from that to share with the guys and say, this is our scouting report. We stick to this. We're going to come out with a win. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously you never, the consolation prizes in this, in this business aren't much, you know, I mean, it's, it's always great to say, Hey, you played a team tough, uh, and all that, but at the end of the day, you got to find a way to win. I mean, obviously Gonzaga has done a tremendous job of doing that throughout the conference season already. I mean, they've had a number of the Bulldogs have had a number of tough, close games on the road and they've found a way to find, to, to, to find a win. And so, you know, that's the bottom line. I mean, for us, I think there were a lot of lessons on, you know, finishing, um, certainly finishing both halves were an issue for us. I mean, in the first half, like you mentioned, we got out to a 14 point lead, but by halftime it was neck and neck. Um, and, you know, obviously credit to Gonzaga. They've got some, I mean, since our game, they've got two different guys that can basically go for 40 on a night. You know, uh, Timmy had uh, what was 38, I think, up at Pacific. And obviously Julian Strother's coming off a 40-point game. And there's a lot of firepower on that team. And so for us, I mean, you cannot, um, when you're playing a team like Gonzaga, you cannot have those moments during the game where you let up. Uh, and take your foot off the gas pedal um, because the second you do that, boom, they hit you. And uh, they've got a lot of firepower. They got obviously in our game, Nolan Hickman had a tremendous game. You know, we were able to do a better, decent job, I think, on on Strother on the perimeter and and on Bolton. And then here comes Nolan Hickman. So I mean, it's it's not just one guy on their team that you have to worry about. And so you know, you have to be locked in every single possession on both ends of the floor. Or you can't give possessions away because when you do that, a team like Gonzaga is going to beat you. Talk about uh, the 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 struggles for Santa Clara in the past week. One was against a super good uh, St. Mary's team that I, I think is still underrated nationally. People on the West Coast, coaches okay. like yourself, know how good they are. Um, but Pacific has been playing some really good basketball. They gave Gonzaga uh, a good game a couple weeks ago. They knocked down 17 threes against you guys. Tell us a little bit about the progression of your team and, and what the last couple weeks have been like since – that you played Gonzaga. Yeah, well, with regards to St. Mary's, you hit it right on the head. I mean, this is as good as St. Mary's has been, and they've been a tournament team a number of times. Um, but this is the best St. Mary's team that I've seen since I've been in the conference in my five years. I mean, they are really, not only are they good, but they're playing at a high level. And it just seems like when you play them, nobody's open. Uh, their defense is at another level right now. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. It's like hard to find an open shot. Um, so obviously we went up to their place. It was a rowdy environment. Um, they had a, they had a full house and we, um, you know, we didn't play well, uh, frankly, but I thought we played hard and competed and all that. Uh, the Pacific game was, uh, a, a totally different type of game. It was a high scoring affair. Pacific's a team as, as Gonzaga saw a couple of weeks ago, that can really put points on the board. They mismatch you big time. They play a four and a five man 
that are basically three men, uh, very non-traditional. I mean, I think Gonzaga, St. Mary's, uh, ourselves, um, and a couple other teams in the conference, you know, play with more traditional bigs and size and everything like that. And usually that's an advantage for us. Uh, usually that's an advantage for a team like Gonzaga, like St. Mary's. Uh, it wasn't an advantage against Pacific because we didn't do a good job of taking away the three. And when those guys got comfortable in the first half, my goodness, they, um, you know, the, 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 the basket as as you know, I mean, it looked like it was a, it was an ocean out there and they were throwing a pee into it in the second half. Uh, they couldn't miss and they hit some tough ones down the stretch and, you know, give them credit. They made plays, but you know, we, we had to do a better job defensively than we did in that game. We did not, we were not happy with our defensive effort in that game. Uh, as a whole. And so that's certainly something that, you know, as a staff, we've tried to address throughout the week. You have a trio of guys in Brandon Pajemski, uh, Carlos Stewart, and Keyshawn Justice that that could go for 20 points or more on any given night. Uh, but Pajemski, you know, I, I saw the numbers earlier, earlier in the season, but then I saw him in person. I was impressed because he's not a crazy athlete, but he plays at his own pace. He seems to have a high level of, of skill. He's very smart. He's a cerebral player. And you combine the skill, the cerebralness, playing at your own pace, you've got a dangerous player. Were you guys expecting this from him, or uh, did it just kind of build in the fall into to knowing what you were going to have with him? Yeah, I mean, I think it built. I mean, there's certain parts that we expected, and we knew he could really, really shoot the ball. We thought he was going to be a very good scorer. Um, I think what we are, and no, nobody thought he was going to be averaging, you know, almost 20 and nine a game uh, at this point in the season, his first year with us, but that's obviously exceeded expectations. But we certainly knew, especially coming out of the summer, like this guy could really score the ball, really score the ball where we've been impressed with him. Um, he, he is, you know, I mean, I've been around a lot of really good players over my fortunate time in 25 years, and he's about as driven as anybody to be a great player as I've been around. Uh, this guy studies the game. He watches basketball all the time. He is always trying to get better. And so like, you know, you talk about the game slowing down for him and everything. I mean, that wasn't necessarily the case even early in the year when he was playing well. I mean, he's really is trying to get better at every aspect of the game. He's an elite competitor. Um, I think I mentioned to you the last time we're on, I mean, you know, when there's a loose ball, he's the first to the floor. I mean, it's every time. And when your leading scorer is doing that, that's a really good thing for your team. Um, but like he has really gotten better in pick and roll. He's really gotten better at reading situations, understanding where to be spaced offensively when he doesn't have the ball, he's getting better and better at moving without the ball. And, you know, and it's just because he cares about all those things. I mean, he really does. He wants to be a great player in all aspects of the game. Um, like, I mean, honestly, he probably watches more film than any of the coaches. This guy is always watching basketball. And I mean, that sincerely always studying the game. And, you know, Dan, I know, you know, you've been around guys like that. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's special to be around a guy like that. It's fun to coach a guy like that, you know, because, you know, he's just constantly looking for more information and trying to find out how to get better. And he pushes you as a coach to make sure that you're prepared every day. Well, Coach, I appreciate the time. Uh, always good to catch up. Uh, best of luck tonight as well as the rest of the season. And, and if if the first part of the WCC is any indication, the second half is going to be ridiculous with uh, games and outcomes and performances. Yeah, it's got to be. The league's got to be about as good as it's ever been. It's something else. So thank you so much, Dan. I appreciate you having me on and excited for the rest of the WCC play.